Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of It's Bananas with Jeremy Fisher. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We do this every Monday at 9 a.m. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the video, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys so much. My guest on today's episode is Paul Gano. Paul Gano, you yes. said right. Yeah, man, right on. Hell yeah. Let's try. Yeah, I didn't even practice it before either. I'm just, I just assumed it was, that's how you pronounced it. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much, Paul, for coming in. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, very great. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you were brought up, kind of. Shoot, how I was brought up. Yeah. Oh, man. I had a, I had a strange upbringing. Like, I was raised in foster homes and stuff, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mother was a whore. Didn't know my dad. Damn. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was, like, raised in foster homes. Um, foster dad was a Jamaican guy. Yeah. I was born in Toronto. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Um, <laughs> Nothing else to that? Just, like... Straight up, mom's a whore. Dad left me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't actually talked to my mom in uh, in probably over fifteen years, which is uh, weird for a lot of people when they hear that. But uh, I don't know; it's my normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even though we're, like where she is right now, oh man, somewhere in Ontario. Somewhere. I tried to get a hold of her. Yeah. And like I messaged her on Facebook, and uh, she she started blaming. Like my mom had a lot of issues. She had me when she was sixteen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to get too personal, but started blaming me for her problems. And it's like, man, I didn't, I didn't choose to be born. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, right. That's a little sketchy. That's all right. No worries about that. So what made you want to do comedy then? Man, I was in a relationship. Is it just because of like this whole backstory (laughs) of like what you know? No, not at all, man. Not at all. Not at all. I probably shouldn't have started with that uh, (laughs) let down stuff, but yeah. Sorry, we can get into the good stuff. (laughs) Um, I was in a relationship yeah. for about five years, mm-hmm. engaged. She had a daughter, so I was living that kind of like family life. I was like living for those two ladies. Yeah. And then, I don't know, about a year into our engagement, some things were just going wrong. We wanted different things, mm-hmm. and we split, and it was kind of that point where I was like, what do I, I want to do something for me. Yeah. I got to do something for me. It's been like half a decade, mm-hmm. I really want to do something for me, and I don't know, it was comedy or music, mm-hmm. and I had been dabbling in music for a long time, but... I mean, you could always be a musical comedian, or those still exist. That's true. You know <laughs> what, man? I can't sing and play guitar. No? I can play guitar, I can sing but decently together, at both. But together? Can't do can. it together. I have the utmost respect for musicians that, you know, especially like drummers yeah. that can sing. Mm-hmm. Next level, man. Oh man, Next that's insane because they're using like all their limbs plus they're using their mouth right. for it. Right. Whereas like when they're on the guitar, they're just using their two hands. They're not really like focused on like literally their entire body for It's for true, drummers. man. Yeah. You know, like five different things at, at, at once and mm-hmm. I can barely do two, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I just kind of uh, started taking classes at Second City. Nice. And it snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. I've probably been doing it just maybe a year, three, four months now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you liking that whole experience? I love it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. I get uh, periods where I question my new material. Yeah. And I don't want to perform my new material because yeah. I, I don't know how people are going to react to it. But you're never I'm ever going to like know right. how people are going to react unless you actually do it. So right, right. It's got one of those things where you just got to get out of your head and be like, okay, I'm just going to have fun with this. If it's, because that's what I'm trying to do right now is like have more fun with my material. 
and just like have fun on the stage because if the audience sees that I'm having fun, they're going to have a good time too. True. Depending on obviously the material, but I'm trying to be like more not as dark with my material because like when I was, I, when I started out, I was like pretty dark and then like I'm trying to get out of that a little bit and be a little bit more cleaner and just because I don't, I don't like being as dark because I feel it just doesn't resonate with me as much. Like uh, I do like, I do like dark comedy, it's yeah. just, but I also love like all comedy in, in general. How do you go about uh, like writing your material? I write in like different ways, really. It's just whenever I have a chance to just write down because I'll write in my phone uh, whenever I think of an idea that I think is funny, I'll just write it or I'll just like kind of randomly start practicing around like my, I'll walk around my place and just start ranting and talking or, or like have like my phone on recorder or I'll just like write it down. Like I'll, back, I'll, I'll sit down for like half an hour, like half an hour to an hour and actually just focus on like, okay, let's just properly write down some jokes and see what I can come up with. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't stick to like one thing. I kind of just like whatever I have, whatever I'm open to. But what, how like how do you do your stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I just kind of write write down. Uh, I don't know. Like I'll just write down like chivalry versus feminism, or like yeah, Batman v coronavirus, and I try to go at you know, I don't know. Write down ideas when I have them. Mm-hmm. But then go back and try to, uh, I don't know, make make jokes out of them at a later time. Or if I'm like writing a story joke, yeah, it's just kind of whenever it comes to me. Sometimes I'll be in the shower and fucking uh, I have to like grab my phone. I know I hate when you're in the shower. I don't think, want to forget it. Yeah, you know? I hate when you're in the shower and you think of a good idea. It's and the you just worst can't, place. Can't. Yeah, because you just you have nothing else to focus on except for showering. But you know how to shower, so you're not really focusing on that. You're focusing on something else. And I'm like, damn it, why? <laughs> I have a lot of good uh, good ideas that come out of just showering. I really just need to put my, my phone on record and just leave it there. Just, yeah, uh, just yeah. do a set in the shower. Do my shower set. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. What was your first experience like? Stand-up? Yeah. I was... Well, I mean, outside of the Second City. Because when you perform for Second City, you have all your buddies in the class. Mm-hmm. And then you get all your close your closest friends to come to, like, your graduation class, I guess you could call it, even though there's no real grad. Yeah. Um, I... My first open mic was horrible. Yeah. You know, my first what actual... Room, what room did you do? I did, um... It was one that Brandon uh, Zakai some cabaret cabaret i don't know it was on a tuesday i can't yeah. remember it now but it's it's like a really fancy place they have mm. like red velvet like chairs and shit really yeah man yeah. and um yeah fuck, i can't remember what it's rock and roll cherry cola cherry cola rock and roll cabaret i don't think that's what it's called yeah i don't know if it's there anymore it was yeah. so long ago oh yeah exactly well brandon doesn't do the show there that's for sure yeah is it still running or i don't know man yeah, like, I don't know. Last time I talked to him, he was trying to turn it into, um, I guess it was a weekly. He was trying to turn it into a monthly, but I haven't seen anything yeah. since then. And that was like six months ago, so I don't yeah. think so. Oh, that's all right. So what shows are you hitting up now? Man, whatever. Whatever I can really... I'm trying to go outside of the GTA and yeah. try to, to like reach, I don't know, further areas than just like Toronto. Yeah. Do a lot. I mean, there of are suburbs and stuff like yeah, that. There are a lot of shows that are in Toronto, so that makes there it are weird. so many. Yeah, um, that makes it good, but also bad at the same time because then the audience kind of like spreads out. 
towards everybody. But then again, like how many people actually just go out to go see some stand up comedy unless you're going to like Yuck Yucks or Absolute? It's true. Most especially during the week, you know, yeah. you're not really the week, so during the friends. week. Yeah. But even still, most friends don't even want to go. Yeah. Especially if it's a later yeah. show, like nine or ten, and it's a bringer show. Most of the time, you won't even have your friends come up because they're like, "Yeah, I got work tomorrow," and I'm like, "I got work tomorrow too," but I'm still doing it. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I, I, most of my comedy, I pay. Like, I don't get paid. I get paid for maybe like a quarter of the shows. I'm sure you know, you know the deal. But yeah. uh, like, it costs me money to perform. I had a joke where I was like doing chicken nuggets and KFC gravy. Yeah, it was kind of like fuck the system kind of joke and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, after doing that about 30 times, you're like, yeah, I can't really afford this joke anymore, you know, so. <laughs> oh, that's good. Did you, how many times do you bomb? Do you bomb a lot? Oh, fuck, man. I imagine. It, since I, I started? A, I bomb a lot. Since I've started? Yeah. Probably, like, and here's the thing, right? Like, I want to know exactly what you think, oh. what you think. It's falling down. Oh, shit, you're ruining my set. Sorry, man, Sorry. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Here, just like stand up a little bit. Wow. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Who gives a shit about that? What were we talking about? Um, how many times you bombing? All right. Perfect. Yeah. What do you consider a bomb? I mean, just like you didn't get the appropriate reaction that you wanted out of the audience. You kind of like maybe like a chuckle here and there, but not like consistent laughter. Like I feel like consistent laughter is like doing really well. Yeah. yeah. But like bombing is like you, you get like a chuckle here or there, and that's that's See, essentially it. I feel like I'm extra hard on myself sometimes yeah. and I'm trying to get out of like, I've kind of been doing like, like my way of doing it is like very George Carlin-y where I like try to like go over, maybe not word for word, but pretty close. Yeah. And I try to remember exactly the order of things coming in. And mm. um, so even if I do like 10 minutes and it's solid, but I have one spot where I like just forgot a line or stumbled my words like to me yeah i didn't do what i wanted to and that's yeah. a fucking bomb but yeah. i've done that but does the audience know that, that exactly exactly and yeah. i've done that and i've been like i want to get the fuck out of here because you bomb and you don't want to hang around yeah. and look at everybody you just want to leave right yeah. away and then it's like later that night like where'd you go man yeah. you were amazing so it's like i'm trying to i don't know not be as critical yeah of myself no i understand yeah just like kind of have just have fun with yourself really and I feel like just not taking everything like so like so like to heart really because like what I, what I try to do even if I do bomb like I always end up trying to stay for the whole show anyway like I don't want to be that person that just like if I bomb I'm out of there like right away yeah, like, I, yeah. I can't be in the same room as as everybody else and then I don't know if they're talking about me afterwards or they're looking around it's like oh that guy's still there like what is he doing he just did a terrible show why would he still have his, <laughs> why would he still have his face around here yeah, I'm no, learning like, that, man. Yeah, but I'm trying to, like, I've been doing, like, just staying for the whole show because then I can, like, look at the other comedians that are going up. Okay, what are they doing right that I did wrong? Well, how are they even getting the audience back from if I do bomb? Like, how are they getting the audience back and, and like, bringing, like, a good show? Yeah, I try to take notes from uh, the guys that I admire. There's quite a few. Toronto's got a lot of, lot of really solid comedians and good guys. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I don't know. I just try to take notes from the people that give me advice. Yeah. And from the people that I like. Mm-hmm. And uh, so who are some of the comedians that you like in Toronto? Oh, doing a shout out for them. Toronto. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. My favorite. Uh, Mark Forward is probably maybe right now Canada's best. I think he's he's a dude from Oakville. He's a little older though. Mm-hmm. Um, 
closer to our age, Marito Lopez, he's probably like, I mean, I don't know anybody that does crowd work better than him right now. Yeah. And that's, and I'm shit at crowd work. Yeah. I try and I have yeah, opportunities I have tried, yeah. when I'm performing and it's yeah. just like, like even at open mics, you try to do crowd work. Oh man, it's not, it's never gone well and I need to do it more often yeah. because yeah, it's I'm something I'm that I really like. I, like. I, I just try to do it just to attempt it because yeah, I'm like, I feel like I really need to improve the skill a little bit. So I've tried yeah. doing like hosting gigs too. That way it, like, it forces me to talk to the audience. True. So it's a good way of just getting experience in that, in that realm. But, um, how have you found like doing crowd work? Um, <laughs> it's a little harder when you have the spotlight, man. Like, man, yeah. I can shoot the shit. I'm at work. I can do like with my friends and we just, you know, go back and forth, make fun of each other and mm-hmm. shit. And it's funny on the spot. Nothing's really like, you know, uh, thought of beforehand. And then I get on stage and it's like, I get nervous, man. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta. Have you tried bringing the conversations that you have with your friends onto the stage? Well, honestly, some of those have led to jokes. Yeah. The conversation would be like, "Oh shit, you're laughing." Gonna yeah. write that down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, that's like every comedian and how they figure out their jokes is by talking with other people. Yeah. That are normal or what you would assume. Because <laughs> you gotta think, comedians aren't really normal. We just we observe the normal and we can just like comment on it because we think it's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, just like doing that bringing it on stage because that's more of yourself then at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. There's definitely, I mean, you're places. only, you're only a year in like, same with me. Like I'm only a year in as well. So like, yeah, we have a long, a long journey to go through and we'll look back at this video and be like, Oh my God, like we've done so much since, but yeah, man, it's, it's a process. Sure. There's definitely places too. I feel more comfortable. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, going off the top mm-hmm. and, uh, What's your favorite show to do in Toronto? Oh, in Toronto? Or just anywhere, I guess. My favorite spot in Toronto is for sure Comedy Bar. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. Um, Social Cap is probably where I've done the most. Yeah, you do like the open mics out of there? Probably Quite a few. Yeah. yeah, especially when I started. Yeah. Um, Damn, I must have been a trek because you're from Mississauga, right? I am, and man. And that's all yeah. the way in the East End, too. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And, I, like, I don't drive. Yeah. And, okay. like, it's a that's comedians that don't don't drive, it's just, it's usually not good. Yeah. I need I need to get a vehicle. Yeah, I'm the exact same way because then it'll just open up more opportunities for me to leave the city. Right. Yeah, no, I don't just want to do the city. Like, I want to go out to, like, Durham Region. I want to go out to, like, even Hamilton and do some other shows out there, even all the way to Niagara. Yeah, but that means I would have to like hustle somebody out for a car that's going to be going on that show. But I would also make sure that they get booked on that show. Yeah, it's a whole, yeah. it's a whole, whole thing. Yeah. Hopefully, this time next year we're both driving, dude. Yeah, hopefully. But I would, have, <laughs> I would probably have to move out of this place if I if I wanted a car, just because I wouldn't be able to afford like where I'm living right now. Yeah. Plus a car, because you have to pay for like the parking, you have to pay for like make sure you have all the repairs and all that uh, gas and everything that comes. Yeah. In, unless man. I buy electric. And then you have to pay for the electricity and all that other stuff. It's all money. It's all money. It's all money. I'm not making that We're that much money yet. Yeah. What do you What do you do outside of comedy? Uh, I work at a studio converting 2D movies into 3D. Fucking sick, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So, like, I love I love the film and TV industry. I love everything about, like, even the entertainment. I love everything about the entertainment industry. So, I actually just self-taught myself the program that they use, mm-hmm. which is, like, this $10,000 program. It's called Nuke. And we just... They, like, I just convinced them that I knew what I was doing 
and managed to get a job at a studio. And then that studio ended up laying everybody off, but I managed to get a, a job at a different studio. But um, like, it's pretty solid working on all these movies. Like the last movie that we just worked on was Star Wars, which is sweet, man. pretty exciting. Sweet. Yeah. What do you do for, for uh, your day job? I cook, man. Yeah. I cook. Um, what do you cook? Got two jobs. Really, I do a catering gig. Okay. And then I, ha- I work in uh, the Bell office. They have like five buildings. Oh, so you're like a personal chef to the... To no, the it's, it's like, like, honestly, in, in Mississauga, they have like this Bell property. There's five buildings. Mm. It's kind of like a mini city. They have Starbucks, Subway, the source. Like, I mean, basketball courts, volleyball. Really? Like uh, pits with sand and like I mean that's legit. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And so they have like in the main building they have not really a cafeteria because that's like smaller scale, but like yeah. I guess like a food court kind of. Yeah. And so I just kind of um, deal with all that stuff. Yeah. You find like good material. As you do, you ever just like people watch when you're there, just to see what's going on, <sighs> or do you like not have time for that? No, not at, not at my not at my current jobs. To be yeah. honest, I, I used to have a job where I worked with a lot of my buddies, and uh, that was fun. But yeah. now, honestly, I work with a lot of older people, and they're not. They kind of look at me like I'm weird, and I I mean I am, but yeah. like, yeah, they 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 don't get me. A lot of a lot of them don't get me. I feel know, like so. I feel like old people just don't get the younger generation at all. <laughs> what's in, what's in your? Life? I was gonna say like, are they probably commenting <laughs> on oh, every yeah. everyone for sure? I mean, yeah. they're nice. They're not rude or anything, but, yeah. you know. So how come you got both piercings? What's the story behind that? Man, I had everything in my face pierced. Really? Uh, yeah, I used to work at a mall, okay. and I knew a piercer. Was that, I literally had was both. Was it Hot Topic? <laughs> no, Randy River. Randy Do you remember River. Randy River? Uh, no. Oh, shoot. It was like, you know, the alternative rocker store, like, in the early 2000s, like, even really? maybe late 90s, but I, yeah. didn't, I didn't shop there until, like, the early 2000s. And, uh, yeah, I would work at a mall mm-hmm. and the guy who worked at the piercing spot inside the same mall, he would be like, yo, give me like two t-shirts and I'll pierce your, your nose or something. I literally had everything. Eyebrows, nose, my just tongue, the web of my tongue, whatever I could pierce, man. Yeah. And then eventually it just kind of, I like these two the most and they don't really get in the way a lot. You know, yeah. I don't always wear them. Don't you think it'd get in the way of kissing or is, uh, you'd have to ask my girlfriend. Yeah. Man. Does your girlfriend get bothered by it? Has she ever mentioned know. it, or is she just like? I know she likes the way they it. look. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if she likes the way they feel. That's a good yeah. question. I'm Have not... you ever asked her? Never. Never. How long have you been Never. dating her for? You don't even know. Oh fuck! <laughs> she might watch this. Uh, since last July. Last July. Last July. Okay. Some some day in July. Yeah. If I if I looked at my phone, yeah. I could figure it oh, out. Oh, you have it in your phone. That's yeah. yeah that's yeah, how yeah. you remember. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the exact same way. I have it on Facebook. That's how I remember. Just like the anniversary of whenever I started dating my girlfriend. I don't know what I did, but like on Facebook, I'm not getting birthday notifications anymore. Really? And that was like the only way I knew people's birthday before. Yeah. And now... Oh, maybe it's just in your settings. And just like... And I oh. see everybody. Oh, thank you for all the birthday wishes. Like, shit. Yeah. Tom, I didn't fucking know, dude. So sorry. I'm like... <laughs> I, I, I do it for some people for the birthday notifications. But at the end of the day, it's just like just something that somebody says like i don't even care if people say it online i'm like that's all right no i'm uh, fucking petty man yeah i'm petty you you want I all to, you want all i of go it? through and i'm like all right jeremy wish me a happy birthday take no gonna wish him a happy birthday yeah. sarah 
Yeah, I don't so whenever somebody like does that. it to you, you do it to them. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, I try to show love where love is given. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why I feel bad when I see that. You know, oh, fuck. Jeremy yeah. wished me a happy birthday. I didn't wish him yeah. a happy birthday. I just, yeah. Yeah, I don't really notice it most of the time. And then, like, 11 p.m. or something, I always see everybody, like, oh, there's so many birthday messages on this one person. And I'm like, oh, do I feel like doing it at the end of the day when their birthday's pretty much all over? <laughs> uh, but it's all right. It's just a birthday. It's just a, it's just another day. Exactly, man. Yeah. I honestly don't even give a shit about birthdays. I don't even... I didn't do anything for this year. When was the last time you actually like had a good celebration for your birthday? Probably 30. Yeah. 34 now. Yeah, it was, was it like a big party and you had all your friends out? Or? Yeah, it was like a secret kind of thing. I didn't even know. And uh, my girlfriend at the time was just like, I came she home. she planned it all out? I came home from work. Pardon? Did she plan it all out? Yeah, man, yeah. totally. I, I came home from working and I was just like, want to order fucking Chinese food? I just want to chill out. I don't want to do anything. Like, that yeah. was my kind of, you know, smoke some bowls and whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I was like hanging out in my, in my fucking pajamas. She's like, hey, you want to, do you want to leave to go for dinner? And I was like, no. And she kept trying to get me to go yeah, out. And eventually yeah. I was like, fine. And then I got yeah. dressed. And then like five minutes after getting dressed, I heard a knock on the door. And it's like, all oh, my boys. Nice. Yeah, yo, it was pretty cool, man. It was yeah. pretty cool. I feel like you got to do something special when you're 32. Not when you're 32, but when you're no, 30. No, when you're 30 yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Because, like, I'm coming up on that age. Like 29 20, right now? No, I'm, I'm 27. So, like, I have a couple of years. But, like, All right. well, like, we'll see. We'll see if I actually end up doing that. I can't really do my champagne year, which sucks because it's on the third. So, I'd, have, I'd be three years old when I, yeah, when I do yeah, my yeah, champagne right. year. So, I figure, like, I might as well just add a zero at the end of it. And that'll be my champagne year. That's I'll just it. do it when I'm 30. Fucking right. Yeah. So, I'll just count that as... as my champagne year. I didn't for, even do anything for mine. I didn't even know what a champagne year was until I, I was like 30. Yeah, I, I had no idea until I think it was one of my siblings. They ended up doing one for the... Uh, I think it was my brother. I think he did 27 when he was 27. Because uh, he was born June 27th. Yeah. So I, that's the first time I heard about it. And I'm like, what is this, what is this shit like? Well, people do this? Yeah, right? It's weird. It's really weird. So back to comedy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Was, have you ever dealt with, like, any hecklers? Yeah, you know, uh, really only two times stand yeah. out for me about hecklers. Um, was it, like, a really bad experience? One was. The last yeah. one, it kind of was. I don't know. I wish I'd, I wish I said something, because I recorded it. I try to record as much as possible. Yeah. First time, the lady was just kind of, you know, loud. She walked up to the stage, and she, I don't know. She, was, she walked up she to was, the stage? Yeah, she was, like... A foot away from me, man. Yeah. She was, was she like, like standing up looking right at you? Oh, yeah. She was like, ready to, to take me. the microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, do you have anything important to say? And yeah. she's like, no. And I was like, what are you doing? And it was kind of, I don't know. I, I called her stupid at some point. She gave me a hug. You know, it was it was weird, but nice it was settled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, she left. And then recently, like Comedy Kapow, like two weeks ago. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was good, man. Good yeah. show. I love doing Kapow. Uh, it was my third time. Mm-hmm. Ernie and Jeff are, are amazing. Yeah, they're really good. And uh, yeah, it was just this one drunk lady up by the bar, and she was making noise. I originally thought it was the whole table. Yeah. But uh, it turned out it wasn't. And she was, I don't know, 
just talking, not really necessarily saying anything to the comedians, just being loud mm-hmm. and distracting everybody in the room. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't really, and this is what I was saying I need to get better at. I just, I really just yelled at her. I was like, shut the fuck up. Everyone yeah. clapped. That's usually she, how like everybody handles she it. Didn't she didn't shut up. up. Yeah. She didn't shut up. She was yeah. kicked out. I think the person after me during yeah. their set. So, uh, that's funny. Yeah. And the late, the la- one of the ladies, uh, she came up to me. It's like young, young black woman who was with her boyfriend and she was like saying sorry about the table. And I thought they knew each other. And she was like, no, she was trying to fight me like all yeah. night. Really? And yeah, the, the old lady was probably I don't know, 60. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just glad she left. I'm glad there wasn't an altercation and mm-hmm. some old lady didn't get knocked out, put into a coma or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never dealt with hecklers the way I like seeing people deal with hecklers. Yeah. I always think of, like, whenever I see a heckler, I always think of something smarter to say to them after the show. Yeah, always. I'm like, oh, why didn't I say that? Always, man. Every time. Like, even when I have, even when you, you know when you're doing, like, ar- like have an argument with someone, but you have something smarter to say after, after the whole argument, yeah. you're like, why yeah. didn't I say that? I hope like, we talk about this again. Yeah, right? I, I want it. Like, I have it. I have everything prepared. I, as soon as this happens, but it never happens. I'm nope. like, oh, the, yeah. the opportunity's gone. You just want to start an argument just to say what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to say what you <laughs> wanted to say. Oh, that's great. I love it. Uh, you, you dealt with many? Um, I have, like, a few here and there, but, like, nothing overly serious. Because I think, like, people just look at me and they're like, I, I pity that guy. I don't want to talk during a set. <laughs> Or they seem, seem like I have like a funny face, so maybe I will be funny. But then I'm just not the entire time, and yeah, I kind of yeah. disappoint them. And they're like, <laughs> I have nothing to say now. But I've only had a couple where they just like, where they just keep start talking, or they'll interrupt one of my jokes. But that's it. I haven't really like had somebody like get really frustrated or angry at me, which I'm very thankful for. But I think it's just because I, I don't go into like very controversial kind of things. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I, I always just try to, like, move along. Like, especially if a joke doesn't land, mm-hmm. I'll tend to just, move, like, change the subject because I'm like, okay, clearly the audience doesn't like me talking about this subject, so let's just go on to something else and, and hope to get them back with something else. But I won't, like, keep pushing on a topic if, like, I don't get them within, like, the first joke or two. When you, when you perform, do you have, like, I don't know... Your jokes laid out with jokes in what order you want to do? Or yeah, you just yeah. Like, like, I'll have, yeah. like, a set list of, okay. like, what I want to do throughout the whole show. But uh, depending on, like, what other people are talking about, I'll also look out for that. Because maybe I'll want to change some things around based off of, like, what other comedians are doing and, like, what they're, what's working for them. Yeah. So, like, if certain topics are working, I'll be like, okay, like, I'll have, I have jokes around, like, those kind of topics. So I'll kind of, like, adjust it around there. Maybe even do, like, a callback to one of theirs if I, if I think of one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've just but I, I've just been getting into that kind of Yeah, thing. like I really do need to I wanna get into more callbacks and like I've been trying to figure out like just coming up with jokes like on the spot or like right before I go up. Yeah. Like because yeah. I wanna try to get just like that experience of like, okay, what can I think of like really funny of something that just happened before the show, something that's like happened during the show that ha- that just happened, or something to call back from like a comedian on what they just said. Or even something that like the host said that to bring me up. Like yeah, just sure. thinking within that couple of seconds of like what can I think of before as I'm getting up? Yeah, because I think the funniest moments are the ones that don't seem rehearsed. That's why I think, um, you know, crowd work is so revered is because, like, you're just doing it as yeah. you go. There's no rehearsal. It's just on the spot. Um, yeah. 
But you got to think, like, a lot of these people, they write jokes around a certain topic. So when they're doing crowd work, is to get to that topic. To get to the joke that they want. So it's like, oh, do you have kids? Like, I have a joke about kids. It's like, oh, who's married here? It's like, oh, and I have jokes about being married and stuff. So it's really, when you're talking to the, like, I feel like when you're talking to, like, doing, like, crowd work, it's really just to get to the jokes that you've had pre, like, pre-set up for that kind of stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's just, like, what I've been, what I've been seeing a lot of. It's just, like, you just have, like, that's why it's good. That's why the people that do it. God damn. That's, 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 yeah. But that's why, um, people that are so good at doing crowd work, uh, I feel like they have top. They have jokes about literally every topic mm. because they'll have an opinion about everything, and that's usually what helps with with doing crowd work. Because then when somebody mentions something that they're that they get thrown off, like maybe like they have deal with a heckler, and they're like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" or whatever, and they'll have like some sort of observation about it. Like I feel like that really just helps, like knowing more. So that's one thing that I really want to do is just like be able to write about everything, like yeah. just find a bunch of different things. Like you do, you do cooking a lot so just like everything that you normally find in like a restaurant or everything that's wrong with a restaurant yeah like the people that you deal with and behind like like back of house kind of stuff because i used to i used to work at a restaurant too yeah okay. um so that was a lot of fun i imagine you know a lot of people that do cocaine um <laughs> you know man i haven't done hard drugs in a very long i'm not saying time. you but the people <laughs> the people that i worked I with i didn't do the for coke. sure um yeah <laughs> Because, like, the people that I worked with, the chefs always did cocaine for some reason. Yeah, I mean, well, I used to work at Moxie's. Right now, I don't yeah. think it's like that. Um, but when I used to work at Moxie's, yeah. every time I go to the bathroom on top of the toilet paper thing, there's yeah. always white shit. It's like, it's like whatever. But I tr- honestly, man, I try to stay far away from that shit. And I know yeah. the people that do it, and I try not to judge people. Like, if you're a person who just happens to like to dabble in cocaine... You get everything done in your life. You're a good person. You treat people with respect. You just need a little pick-me-up. I'm not judging you, man. It's like an espresso shot. Everyone has their own thing, you know? Yeah. You be a good person. I don't judge. I don't tell people how to live their life, but I try to stay away from it, man. I used to do drugs, sell drugs, and I'm just, I don't know. I'm not about that life anymore. Yeah. What got you out of it? You're just like... My Nana passed away, man. Yeah? Yeah. And I was just like, I got to Truly, my it was... Yeah, like my... Was she like a huge uh, impact on your life? For sure. Yeah. She was more like my mom. Like, we talked earlier about, you know, my mom. And I just was more raised by my Nana. She yeah. was more of my mother than my grandma, actually. Yeah. Um, so when she passed, I was just a really shitty person, very selfish selling drugs, doing drugs, just living for myself. Yeah. You know, and when she passed, it was, I don't know, about a week after, I was just like, fuck am I doing? I really just wanted to, I don't know, make her proud. In, in yeah. all honesty, I just, yeah. I wish she was alive to so see can, where I am now. Yeah. Because where I was when she passed wasn't a place that I'm, you know, yeah. happy with. But at least, like, you've noticed that you're like, I, I want to change for the better. I want to make my life better. I want to make my life better for the people that I have in my life right now. So it's good that you're actually, like, making that transition because it's like you knew what was bad and you were able to see that. Yeah, man. And you can always talk about it in your stand-up, which is, right. even, which is even better. Right. I've been trying to, to find a way to incorporate a lot of the sketchy things that have happened in my life. Yeah. I did, like, one set. And 
Mind you, it probably wasn't the best time to do it, but I hadn't done an open mic in a while. Mm -hmm. And I was doing this competition in Brampton. And I just went like, I don't know, seven, seven minutes, like all new shit. And it was all super dark. And it was one of my bomb nights. Really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Rahil, Peter Frazier were like the judges and they fucking tore me up. Nice. I threw away all those jokes and I haven't really, and they were like personal, Yeah, you know? So I haven't really revisited that since then, but yeah. I should. I there's should. nothing wrong with like, yeah, you should you definitely like have it. Because there's always, you can always make, like, any story funny, I find. Oh, yeah. Any story is just, like, the way that you approach the topic. Because if you just go through, like, each individual, like, aspect of that story, you can, like, break it down into topics and talk, make a joke about that, make a joke about this, whatever. Because you know uh, Sebastian Malakansen? Mal I don't know how to say his last yeah, name, right? but I know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, like, I, one of his specials is, like, him going to a party with his wife. That's it. That's the whole thing. But he just branches off into little little details and stuff like uh, how um, he has to take off his shoes when he's going into like why why do I have to take off my shoes so I have party so that people can see my feet my disgusting feet especially when people aren't wearing the socks you can see like their toes and everything mm -hmm. like he just <laughs> goes into like little details just like that but that's it's a good way of like trying to figure out how to do like how to take a story and kind of like find the little the small details within that story. Yeah, for sure. Which is really cool. For sure, yeah, he's a good one for that too. Yeah. Do you ever do like any actives? Like any characters? Um. Yeah. Or are you more just like? Let me I'm just, trying. Let me I just try. Tell my jokes. No, I try to new new things, man. Yeah. I try to. I don't know. Um. My last show, I went up in a Batman onesie. Really. And I was just kind of. Yeah, and it, it went well. Like yeah. it was. I went up and I was sipping a juice box. Probably for a minute, didn't say anything, dude. Just on stage, looking around. Was it orange juice? And no, fruit punch, man. Oh, fruit punch all day. Nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and like people at the bar that weren't even really paying attention were yeah. like, "That's fucking funny," and they like came over, and it was just, it was cool. They got a good reaction. So now I'm trying to write like superhero material. Yeah. Will I wear it? Oh, you nice. know, you think Superman always has a boner? Like just cheesy things like that. You yeah. know. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying. To, Trying new stuff. Yeah. I like to, I don't know, if I get an idea, I, I don't know. I want to do it as soon as possible. But like yeah. I said before, sometimes I just really question my new stuff. Yeah. But just do it. Yeah. Just, at the end of the day, just do it. If it, makes right. you, if it makes you laugh, then that's what I need to get into like my mindset too. If it makes me laugh, then chances are it probably makes somebody else laugh. I right. Just, it's just getting it out the way that I first thought about. That's really like my struggle right now is just trying to get it out the way that I'm thinking about it when I first think about it. Like, you know, when you think about something and you just start laughing and, and because it was just so funny. It's like what made what made me yeah. laugh in the first Because like sometimes I'll catch myself even like walking in public and I'll think about something really funny and I just start laughing like out loud like an idiot. But just you, like having that thought, but like saying like I would want to say it out loud so that other people can like also experience it too. Yeah, I try to... I try to put out feelers like that with yeah. certain, like my girlfriend is the worst, um, but like certain friends, you I'll hear try that? to do that. She's just the, the worst. <laughs> no, just the worst to practice jokes. I love you, babe. Uh, just the worst to practice jokes on because yeah. I feel like she's just super biased. You'd be like, oh, it's funny, or like she doesn't, she's not too overcritical. Yeah. You know, and uh, I kind of want her to be. A little bit critical? Yeah, yeah. like a little over, overly critical. Yeah. Do you have anything that like, inspires you to have anything that inspires yeah, you yeah man like 
I, I don't. I, I when I see like comedians that I really like yeah. live, I tend to like have a surge of just I want to write. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and uh, like whenever I whenever I usually go to comedy shows, I always feel the urge to write more after the comedy show. Yeah. Like I'll come home and I'll like on the way home, like I'm actually writing on my phone and like thinking about different things. Wherever I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is just, it just gets me in the mindset of just like, okay, let's focus on comedy right now. Like, that's what I want to do. But that only happens like usually when I, after I'm, I've done a comedy show because I've been around comedy for like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> and that's really like kind of gets me like really inspired. And I do watch like a lot of stand up too, especially at work, which I love. Um, because like what I do for work, I'm just sitting at a desk. So I can just have like Netflix, watch some, uh, some specials up there, or like watch some YouTube. Who are your guys? Top three. Top three guys. I love Kevin Hart. A lot of people say they hate. Fuck, man! I saw him in September. Did you? Super, super For the, funny. Uh, irresponsible tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, it was really. It good. was so good. I because I, I love his like energy and how he like delivers stories. I feel like it's so fantastic. And everybody says like he's just like a whiny little bitch. That's that's. He's funny, man. He's funny. He's really funny. He has um, his own thing, and he does he does it like like no one else is doing it right now. Yeah. Like, that the irresponsible tour, like just like the for, the whole thing the whole was open, yeah. And uh, and he worked every angle every, of that yeah. stage, and yeah, it was, it was really it was really good. well done. Like how many probably like close to like eight or ten thousand? I don't even know how many people were there, but it was pretty packed. If it was in the um, the Scotia Bank Arena, there's like twenty thousand people. I think there you there. go, crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah. and that's like all around too. Plus like. I think it's just twenty thousand for the seating, but you also have the seating that's in that's on the actual like the floor, floor. the floor seating. And yeah. So you also have that. But he's like just one of those naturally funny guys. Yeah. You know where like we would say any any pretty much anything he says, he puts a funny spin on it. Yeah. You know. But well, you got to think like how much work has he put in since? Because like, have you seen his documentary? Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Cause yeah. He's put I in a lot. That. Yeah. He's put in a lot of work, and it's just bombing a lot. Like a lot of these. Like comedians, they bomb a lot before they start getting like, okay, this is good. This, I'm getting into a good rhythm, and I feel like it's just having fun with yourself, like being your true self on stage. And I feel like that's when it's a good point of like, okay, like I'm gonna get better when I'm when I'm more comfortable, more confident. Because when you're showing your uh, like more confidence, it really the audience can see that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, another one of my favorites is Dave Chappelle. I right. love like his latest specials that are all on Netflix. I love them all. Everyone, every single one. Everyone, we've been blessed in the last two years. Yeah, to get as much. Thank God for material. Netflix just giving them some money. It's like make some, make some. We don't even give a shit what you what you. Netflix do. has changed the game, man. Yeah, but then again, they have too many comedians, especially like I've. Oh my God, there's some bad ones. There are a some bad lot ones. of bad ones. I think the worst one I've seen uh, recently. I don't even know. He's the Doctor Ken. Jung Ken Jung, Ken, Ken was, Jung yeah. yeah he was the uh, he did that that one special yeah, or whatever yeah. but he did the once yeah and it wasn't good man it had some moments but like overall it was it was alright but even still like the smaller comedians that you have no idea what they're even about like I've seen comedians in Toronto destroy an audience way better than the people that are like for sure that are on these Netflix specials I'm for like sure. why are these guys Having yeah. a Netflix special, and like I see people like them do a do a Netflix special, and it's just terrible. Oh my god! This one it had like a bunch of comedians, so they were, each comedian was doing like half an hour. It's like a little, it's kind of like a little degenerates. Meeting. It wasn't. I don't think it was degenerates. It's like uh, there's one of those other ones that where they do like a, a 
a couple different people throughout like comedians the, of the world I'm trying I, to think I think it was comedians of the world or something but yeah there's a bunch of them yeah yeah but there was this one woman um and she kept using like the the callback like America oh fuck yeah I'm like she because like that's Team America yeah, like, yeah, yeah everybody knows that's Team America but she kept bringing it back and every time she brought it back nobody was laughing and she brought it back so many times and I'm like why are you doing this like yeah, it didn't no, work they, the second time yeah like, if it didn't work the first time you did it the second time it didn't work the second time why would you continue to do it when nobody likes it and you're doing it the exact same way that like Team America like does it too that's a classic fucking movie it's a classic movie. And you're ruining it right now. <laughs> Man, the first time I seen it, and I thought they were about to bust out in, like, this serious fight scene, and everyone just I know. hopping <laughs> around it. Oh, dude. Everything about that movie is They just need so to good. do another, those South Park guys need to do another movie. Because Basketball was decent, but Team America, that was, that was, that was amazing. That was just and then life-changing. those are the only two ones they've made, right? Other than I, think for, I think for movie-wise, other than, like, the South Park movie. But. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, like, I love how South Park is just go, still going strong and they're talking about, like, the most controversial stuff. And yet Comedy Network's like, yeah, we don't care. We're just going to look. I think they're renewed for another three seasons. Great. Yeah. Great. I wish they were doing more episodes. I feel like South Park's only around, like, two months of the year now. And yeah. And it's, like, we just had. Because they just, like, talk about, like, the biggest things that happen in the year. And it's like, okay, yeah. we're just going to talk the way about they those. Have you seen the, I guess, Six Days to Air documentary of the making of South Park? I don't think so, no. Like, all, almost all of their episodes are made within... Six days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I heard about like, they, they, they Yeah, and, like, they could literally before, the day before airing the episode, something yeah. could happen in the news, and it'll be in that episode the next day. And yeah. They're just so, they're so, they're quick. so quick. But even yeah. still, like, it's because the animation is not that intense. Yeah. So, really, they can get away with so much with doing it so quickly. And, like, with the technology nowadays, like, they can do that animation like that. No problem. It's insane. <laughs> Shoot, man. Right. Oh, man. I love all the all the controversial stuff that they do, especially with um, when they did that strong woman episode. <laughs> macho like, man, yeah, the macho man. That was man. great. Just like oh, macho man, fuck it in the Olympics and just destroys every single record <laughs> for every single thing because they go he goes up against uh, the strong woman, uh, the vice the vice principal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's it's it kind of, you know it brings up a good point. It like, does. Where where do we draw the line? And it's like, shouldn't we just have like a specific division then for for like men transitioning into women? They should they should just have their own specific rather than like them take over the women division because technically they still have the the bodies of a man like all the because you're still strong as a man like and you're just being like a woman after that. And that's what their like whole discussion was is like genetically, yes, men are genetically like stronger because that's a lot of they've already proved that. Yeah, I mean, there's genetically there's definitely so when, a difference between men and women. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but when you're having a guy that transitions into a woman, he's still gonna have the strength of a man. But competing in women's stuff like the the wrestling uh, when they do the UFC fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy completely just destroyed. And there's been like hot like I've seen some. Um, some like uh, talk, like talks about the hockey like when uh, there's this hockey team where they have like a, a transgender woman play on their team, but whenever uh, like the other team plays against them, they don't want to because this person just ends up like destroying like body checking the shit out of them. It's just super aggressive. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird it's, time, man. Because yeah, like 
especially with like you know the rise of feminism and all the power to the ladies i'm not yeah. taking anything away but like you think with that it's like so, okay so caitlin jenner yeah won uh woman of the year mm-hmm. i don't know what year it was but it was a couple years, years ago, a couple years right yeah and in my like in my mind i'm thinking like well what about the women who've lived their whole lives who've struggled their whole lives yeah. as, as a woman and aren't just like I don't know, this hip new, uh, like, fit. I just feel like the feminist should somewhat be, like, did she earn that? Um, did, did Caitlyn Jenner, I don't know. Just for like, there's some, there's some women that have. From transitioning? Probably identified, I mean, or lived as a woman, probably leading up to about maybe a year at that point. Yeah. You know, and it's like there's, there's so real many, strong yeah. women that have done. Good things, good things for yeah. the world and they're not getting know, recognized man. as much yeah it's it's kind of i don't know i mean eventually it's there's you know gonna be some i mean there's always backlash but uh yeah. i don't know man there, there's got to be a line just let women run shit they know what they're doing they have shit organized but it's, not, it's here's the thing like i'm saying there's got to be a line but it's like i don't necessarily have the fucking answers man yeah. like i'm like okay no when I was growing up... These are just opinions, by the way. These aren't... For sure. These aren't answers. <laughs> and, like, most dudes... When I was growing up, as a little kid, and I would go into, like, public bathrooms and shit, I seen, like, fucking 50 dicks by the time I was, like, 10. Yeah. Do you know? And it's, like, I just... I think we need to protect everybody. Like, this whole bathroom thing. Yeah. Um, Why don't they just do, like, individual stalls? I just worry for, for young kids. Yeah. And things like that. Like, like... If I had a daughter, I have friends that have daughters, but, yeah. like, I don't want them going into, or a man coming into their washroom and then just being exposed to, like, dicks. Like, I'm trying to, like, I want the transgender people to feel safe. Yeah. And I want everybody else to feel safe. It's well, not just about safe. one group. It should yeah. be about everybody. Yeah, and exactly. That's, that's why if you do, like, the stalls that they do at, like, clubs, you know how they have, like, like the individual stall, they have one toilet, they have a sink, they have yeah. everything you need in that one individual stall. Why don't they just do that rather than... Yeah, and a lot of places now are just putting, like, oh, like, stall and urinal, or, like, two yeah. stalls, and they'll put that just on the door, and I think yeah. I think that's probably, like, the safest thing to do right now. Yeah. But, I mean, just have a place where someone pees and poos, because they're gen- pee and poo is genderless, like... Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a man, so I'm slightly ignorant to this, but, yeah. like... When handicapped people started getting their own spots in their own washrooms, yeah. were they offended because there was a fucking handicapped person in a wheelchair on the floor? Yeah. Or like what? Like they have their own thing. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. But are we just gonna cater <laughs> the washrooms to everybody's individual? That's it. Needs? It's like we're exactly. Like there how has many, to be how many washrooms right? are we gonna have that are catered to everybody's individual needs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll just go too far, and we're just like. Then there's just going to be a washroom just for babies. Like, you can't have adults in there. It's, like, just babies. You just send the baby in. It goes and does its thing and then comes back out. If it makes it, whatever. Yeah, right? I'm plugging it up. Boom. There we go. Alrighty. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like we cater, I think, just to too much. And everybody's always just going to keep complaining. Right, man. You can't please everybody. Yeah. Because everybody's just going to, like, it's going to keep hounding and keep hounding and keep hounding on, on like, every topic. 
Like one of the biggest topics right now is that uh, pipeline that's going through the uh, the Wet'suwet'en, and whatever that's that's called. Yeah. Everybody's protesting for it right now. And yeah, I'm dealing I'm dealing with that because uh, one of my job, like my full time job. Yeah. Um, they do all the food for Via Rail. Yeah. And so we're been, we're down years. to like maybe about a quarter of the production that we were normally doing. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling that a little bit, getting a little less hours. But like in all honesty, man. I agree with the people that are blocking it, so I yeah. can't, I don't know. But it's just like, the people that want it built, they have enough money that they just keep attacking and keep attacking until eventually, like... It's gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen. It's inevitable. So, yeah. It will happen. It's just about when. And it's sad to say that, because... It is. But it's just one of those things where it's just like, they just have more money, they have more time to, like, yeah. to weigh it out. It's like, who's gonna, like, stick in this battle longer? Same thing with, like, this whole climate change. Like, how many people are still up for Greta right now? Like, you're really not talking about climate change anymore as much. Just because, like, after, after a certain amount of things just happen, you're like, eh, climate change is in the past. Let's move on to something else. Yeah, things are too... Things come and go too quick, man. Like, yeah. do you remember... When was it? It might have been a long time. Do you remember the Coney thing? Yeah, the Coney 2012. Was it 2012? Yeah, it's That's what I was thinking, yeah, but I couldn't yeah. remember. It's like everyone cared for like three months. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's... And that guy went crazy, started jerking off in the street. And, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. But yeah. yeah, like people, I don't know. They, it's like you pretty much give it a week for any topic and then nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. Even like, the, how's Australia doing? Yeah. Because like, they just had their recent whole burn, like the entire it country's on fire. Yeah. And nobody talks about that anymore. Which is hilarious. Yeah, I got into because like they got so many, so much money donated to them. Did they? Yeah, because I mean, I just like a, they the, the whole like relief and like oh, let's give all these like give them money and everything back so that they can like rebuild, plant a whole bunch more trees and all that. Yeah, lost, lost like a billion animals. People are are backwards. Like I, I got into an argument with a guy, who was you know talking about that and stuff. Yeah, but like. He was wearing a Canada goose jacket. Yeah. T- while he was telling everybody they needed to care more about animals yeah. and shit. And I was just like, dude. Like, I love how hypocritical that is. It, and that's like, like society nowadays. Yeah. That's just what. But you have to be, you, ha- you can't just protect the animals that you like. You have to protect every single animal. You can't just be hypocritical to just like certain animals. So if you're living in a house, a house has wood. So you're, where does that wood come from? The wood comes from the forest. Where do, what lives in a forest? animals so you're really just taking away their home so that you can live in a home so you're taking away their shelter eventually they're going to get attacked by predators which are other animals so you're just really killing them so you shouldn't be living in a home then you should be living in a dirt pile (laughs) but then again the dirt pile is the worm's home so really you just gotta stand outside and hope for the best yeah right that sums it up that's what i think though like you can't just can't just focus on like even for people that deal with like fur yeah, like furs and stuff like that. Because um, my girlfriend's uncle, he owns like a fur shop. I think it's like one of the only fur shops that are left in Toronto anyway. But it's always getting like harassed by people oh, for sure, all yeah. the time. And they're always like spray painting the windows and shit. Just think what that's doing to the environment. They're killing everybody by letting all those spray paint toxins go off. Yeah. I, love it. I love seeing the people that are at um, Young and Dundas. And they have, like, the videos of, like, all the animals getting slaughtered. They'll have, like, TVs of, like, showing animals getting slaughtered oh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Young and Dundas. And I'm like, why are you showing everybody? There are children around, and you want to see that, like, watch them, like, 
Yeah, same with like abortions and things like that. Yeah, like why are you why are you showing this? Especially on Facebook too, when you see like the you do like the uncover video and it's like this gross like abor- like aborted fetus and stuff. I'm like, why are you why is this circulating like circulating Facebook? Like that's I don't want to see that. Like I'd still get the abortion anyway. I just I just <laughs> don't want to see it. Just yeah. let, let people have their choice because it's their body at the end of the day. And why do you care about what they do? Yeah, you know, it's it's. A, I feel weird because when I see it, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Usually there's some kid that's looking with their, their parents trying to hide it from them. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like you have every right to be doing that. But yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like we're pissing off so many people right now. So many controversial topics. So many, man. Anyways. So that's what we do as comedians. <laughs> Let's get back to comedy, you know? Yeah. Let's make us a little bit... What has been like... The most that's bananas kind of moments in your life, whether it's been like good or bad, something that just made you look back and like that's crazy. I can't believe that just happened. Um, man, I went bungee jumping. Oh, really? And like I was saying, you know what? What fifty second floor right now? Yeah, yeah. Like heights are not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, were there like rocks at the bottom? Like it was over. It was ones. over like a river. Oh, okay. And it was just like so. At I, least if you like go down, you can smash on a couple rocks. I, like, I guess, yeah, technically, but uh, I definitely wouldn't want to do that. And like as I'm jumping, the guys like, "Do you want to? Do you want to touch the wire when you go down?" Like, yeah. fuck no, man. Because yeah. you have to give them like your specific height, weight, everything. Yeah, sure. it took me like ten minutes to get to the middle of the bridge because it was like 160 feet in the air. But yeah. like, it was just kind of one of those things where it's like I. I don't want to let my fear control me. Yeah. And so, I mean, it took me a bit. Mm. And I wore a Superman shirt with a fucking cape on the back. Really? To give me, like, strength. Yeah. And, like, my my legs are rubber. And, like, when you first do it, you have to, like, hop up to the edge. Yeah. And I thought I was just going to pass out, man. Really? And then uh, the, guy, the guy started doing, like, uh, the Superman theme. Yeah. And then, uh, just I don't know, counted to three, and I did it. Did and you push you off, or did you jump off? No, I jumped. Oh, okay. I jumped. Well, it was more like I just fell forward. So what happens, like, after the bungee jump experience? Because you bounce a couple times, and then they just stop the video. But you just have to, like, are you just hanging? Yeah, they bring you down. And then... And where, for me, anyway, they lowered me down. Oh, so they lowered you down. Raft. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do they, like, wheel you back up to the fucking... No, end? that would be horrible, man. Oh. That would be horrible. Yeah. Do you have any, like... Like fears, like I'm saying, I'm afraid of heights. Is there anything that um, I'm afraid of the ocean, like open water? All right. Yeah, like I love swimming, but just if I can't see the bottom of where I'm swimming, I get freaked out. Yeah. And I don't like being around weird fish, like weird looking fish. Like I don't think I'd be able to actually go like snorkeling with, or or scuba diving. They with, all look fucking weird. They they're so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't mind. Like, I've been to the aquarium and I've touched, like, stingrays. That's the... Ripley's? Yeah, yeah. Ripley's. Ripley's. But um, that's the extent of, like, dealing with it. I dealt with, like, those shrimp that, like, pick at your hand and clean your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, like, getting a $34 um, shrimp manicure. Oh, really? Manicure, yeah, yeah. 34 bucks, eh? I think it's, like, 34 bucks or something like Shoot. that. Shoot. But, yeah, it's pretty legit. Was it's it like, good? It feels good. Yeah, after? it feels weird because they're, like, pinching at, like, all the dirt and stuff like that that's in your, that's in your hand and stuff. And they'll actually, they'll all, like, swarm of them will actually come on your hand and start, like, eating away at all that crap that you have on your hand. It's actually really sick. sick. I love it. That's crazy. Yeah. 
I didn't even know they did things like that. Is that sanitary? I don't even know. Um, I mean, you should probably wash your hands afterwards. They have, like, uh, uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. For, I guess, for, like, getting in the crevices that you can't get into for your fingers, like, they can actually... Because they have, like, little little hands, pretty much, that, that can get into all that shit. That's crazy, man. Yeah. How long did it go for? Uh, I did it for, like, five minutes. I'm five minutes? Yeah. Because right, you just like stick your hands in. Not everybody else is sticking their hands in, so the shrimp are just like. Oh, so it's like a big. Thing yeah, so they have like a big bowl of like all these like gotcha. like shrimp, and they just go around and start eating at your hands. It's pretty legit. I love it. But they also do that at um, at some like nail salons. You put your like your feet in uh, like this this tank, and then they have like fish that come eat like the dead flakes off your off your feet. That's awesome. I, I want to. I want to try that. I really want to try that. I yeah, gotta find a place like that. Something I want to try there. Right. But I think uh, I think we're just about to wrap up with the podcast. Cool man. Yeah, Paul. Thank you so much for for coming out. I really oh, appreciate brother. it. Thank you for having me, yeah. man. And thank you guys for for listening. So much, so much happened in this episode. A lot of controversial stuff. But at the end of the day, they're just opinions. Uh, we try to make jokes about everything because we're comedians as well. This is all based on on comedy and us trying to just explore different topics and try to make light of it. Uh, but thank you guys so much for, for sticking around. If you guys enjoyed the video, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, you can follow Paul on Instagram. At, what's your, what's your Paul Gano. That's it. Just my name. Nice. Nice. Yes. You can follow him. Uh, you can follow me as well. It's Jeremy Fisher. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned. Every Monday, 9 a.m. Uh, thank you guys so much. Again, let's peel out.